these are things that I can step back and say, I can pull these out of this journey and apply this to my life. And this is what will make me happy going forward. Because we all hear about post-comp blues. What do you do once, you know, you don't have this big overarching goal anymore to work towards? My advice is to just focus on each day. Focus on the little things that you can, you can control. Get obsessed with, you know, doing the small things exceptionally well. That's what accumulates to results. That's what accumulates to success. Welcome back to the Health and High Performance Podcast, where we dive deep into the mindset and strategies to help you become your most happiest, healthiest, and productive self. I'm your host, Jessica Duchesne, health coach, engineer, and self-proclaimed productivity guru. Here we learn how to optimize your day through quality nutrition and exercise, better time management, and daily habits and routines tried and tested by the world's most successful high performers, because I believe anything is possible. If you believe it enough to take relentless action every single day. Get ready for today's dose of all things health and high performance. Hello and good morning and welcome to the health and high performance podcast. It is the 18th of April and I'm coming to you live. It is the day of my ICN muscle and models championship bikini show, which I have been prepping for 19 weeks and um, I really just went, I woke up this morning and I was like, I need to get a recording of just how I'm feeling um, for me to reflect on, but also just me to help go through the motions of, you know, how far I actually have come. And um, I have something in store for you guys as well. And over the past couple of weeks, I've really been thinking about some of the things that I'm doing on a daily basis, uh, my routine, my daily healthy habits that I have been doing over the 19 weeks. And what will life look like after? What are the things that I really want to hold on to and transfer into my daily habits and routines past this competition? Um, I'm going into this competition feeling confident, feeling content and like the hard work and all the hard work is done and I've given it 100%. Um, so no matter what the outcome is, I just know that this is a lifestyle that I want to live, whether I continue to compete or not. I'm still not sure I don't want to make a decision now. I really just want to take it one step at a time. But it just got me thinking about the things that I'm doing in my day-to-day that really have made me feel energized and healthy and strong. And it just made me think, like, why was I not being so meticulous about this previously like why does it have to take a bikini competition for you to take your vitamins every single day and not skip a day what is why does it have to take a bikini competition for you to track your progress every single day why does it need to take a bikini competition for you to see an osteo or a physio um, regularly or get a massage or schedule in bath um, bath time and like having a salt bath um, and so I just want to run through I've already sort of given away some of the ones that I want to talk about but this essentially is about the habits of a bikini competitor and the ones that I believe we should live by and that it shouldn't take a competition for you to realize how important it is or to take your health seriously and prioritize it number one because at the end of the day that's all we have so I'm just going headfirst into this haven't prepped or even really thought about what will come out Um, I've just taken a couple of notes um, throughout the week about some of the things that I uh, plan to continue doing post-competition 
So, I mean, it's Sunday now. Um, tomorrow will be a day off, so I will not be doing my usual routine. I'll probably take the day off and um, spend it with my fiance, go get food and just enjoy it and um, take in what happened what happens today and then I'll be back on routine from Tuesday onwards and so I'm really starting to get in the mindset of how do I want to plan out the week from then onwards and so yeah I thought this podcast would be or this episode rather would be a perfect um, thing to talk about and perfect timing as well because I know that you'll get a lot of value out of this because it's coming from an experience. It's coming from someone who considers himself a very healthy and happy person. But then to go to the extreme of being super meticulous about everything you put in your body, about the timing, about your training, about your rest, and trying to find that middle ground, like where, and it's different for everyone, what will make you feel happy and healthy day in, day out, based on your actions. What will make you feel accomplished at the end of the day? And that's the, the conversation you need to have with yourself is there's no point copying someone else and saying, oh, she does all these things perfectly, so I should do it that way. And in the end, you actually burn yourself out and you hate the whole process. You hate a morning routine. You hate getting up early. Like you need to sort of trial and error the things that work for you and the things that give you more energy, the things that make you feel good about yourself. And so that's sort of the the thought process I'm going through. But one of the things that I am 100% going to continue to do going forward is I have a monthly calendar, like a magnetic calendar that I keep on my fridge. And throughout this 19-week prep, I have put all of my training on there, um, like the macros I'm going to hit for that day, the uh, how much sleep I get and how many steps I get. And having that written out and visually there first thing in the morning uh, has helped me tremendously to look at my health and well-being holistically. So not just how hard I'm training or how well I'm eating, but also like how much I'm sleeping, how much I'm moving. Um, my, my non-intentional movement, like my steps, um, and also my rest days and also like when I have salt baths. Um, I also sometimes put on like when I have my vitamins and stuff in there. And so just to see that day, day-to-day progress and be able to, to tick it every morning or tick it every night has been really, really good because it's sometimes you get to the end of the week and you're just focused on the, that, that session that you missed or that day where you messed up on your food. But then come Sunday, you can actually look back at the whole week and say, whoa, look at all this stuff that I actually did achieve and this one little thing is the only thing I can remember. And so it's just a great little visual reminder to help you gain momentum and to realize all the other great things that you are doing. Yes, you maybe missed your session, but you got a whole week of seven hours sleep because of that and that's a, that's amazing as well and it may have actually done you a lot good than what you thought might have been bad so that's one thing that I'll continue to do the second thing that I will continue to do post comp is putting time and effort into my nighttime routine and more specifically the time I spend prepping for the morning and for me going above and beyond like pulling out the tea bag that I'm going to have 
the coffee, pulling out the stuff that I'm going to have for breakfast, getting my protein shake ready, getting my BCAs ready, um, even like, you know, mixing it with water and putting it in the fridge so that all I need to do is just grab it and go, pulling out my bag, deciding what gym clothes I'm going to wear for that day, deciding what workwear I'm going to wear for the day, pulling out the shoes. Literally, I want to see everything out and ready to go. You don't know how much joy it brings me to walk into my kitchen with no dishes, clean benches, and all, all my stuff already out. I don't need to go into the pantry, make any noise, um, or like everything is out, even my vitamins. So I have like a little container. Uh, at nighttime, I'll go into my nighttime cabinet and I'll pull out all the vitamins that I need to take. And then I put it in that little container and have it on the bench there. And that has helped me remember to take them religiously every morning with my breakfast once I get back from the gym. And so having that all set out is just such a breath of fresh air and you can be literally half asleep and just connect the dots. Like you see the tea bag, you see the cup, you see the kettle. The kettle's already full with water. You just walk over, turn it on. While I'm doing that, I can turn around and literally my rice cakes, my peanut butter, my one scoop of protein is already out. I just need to mix a bit of water with the protein. The last few, last few weeks of prep, I was mixing a little bit of water with protein powder and peanut butter and having that on rice cakes. Oh my God, guys, it tastes amazing. Add a pinch of sea salt and cinnamon and you will thank me later. <laughs> so having all that out there ready to go, I just turn around, get that ready. Once that's done, the kettle's boiled, I just pour my coffee, pour my, my ginger tea. Ginger tea is something I was obsessed with and still am obsessed with every morning. Um, and just having that all out is just, it's so good. And then I walk into my gym and I have my bag packed ready for the gym. I have my clothes set out, you know, like my underwear, my sports bra. I just chuck all that on my shoes and then I'm just ready to go. And so doing that has been amazing. And just going back to, you know, the ginger tea and the coffee, another thing that I got really good at was making sure that I hydrated first thing in the morning. So I would even have a glass out ready to be filled with, with filtered water. And I would have the whole glass of water and then I would have the whole 330 mils roughly um, of ginger tea and then only once I had around 730 mils of water then I will have my black coffee and just doing that helped me got in you know at least a liter before I was in the gym and then another 800 to a liter uh, of water at the gym so that's nearly two liters of water and then the rest of the day is just I'm just coasting and I just think to myself just have you know another glass of water after each meal and then that's me done so if you're someone who struggles with getting water in then i 100 percent recommend doing that getting a herbal tea um sort of setting some little like rules for yourself so like in the morning you have to ha you have to finish this glass of water and i know in the first thing in the morning sometimes it can be hard to like scull a, a glass of water but it gets easier i promise another thing that i was very religious about during my comp prep and probably at the start because I was sort of forced to to do this because of an injury but going to see an osteo uh, it started off being once a week to twice to uh, every fortnight and then now um, only just this week I'm now going every month but and that this kind of ties in with stretching as well so at the start of my prep I injured my neck 
because I have mild scoliosis and I am not the best at warming up and stretching like many of us, right? And I have a desk job. Um, and so this injury came about at the start of my prep, which actually saw me sort of missing quite a few sessions for, well, I want to say one or two weeks, which was a bit, of, which was a bit scary. And it, only until it reached that point was I then going to see an osteo and I now looking back at it, um, it's just, it's silly that I didn't take the time to really warm up and stretch before any of my sessions, particularly my upper body sessions. And so now I spend every morning at least five minutes just doing cat cows, stretching my neck, um, doing a whole lot of mobility stuff um, to ensure that that does not happen again. Um, I know this can come about from stress and just sleeping funny and stiffness and it's just the worst feeling and I never want to be in that position again where you so badly want to train but you phys your body physically is saying no. And so that's something that I want to focus on going forward after this prep just as much, um, going to my regular osteo appointments, continuing to stretch and do mobility. Actually, one thing I really want to get more into is yoga. Um, and being able to do that on like a weekly basis at least and really work on my stability and my core strength. Um, I think that would be great not only for my training but for my flexibility and just for the longevity of my body and just to avoid injuries and things like that. Move my body in a different way. Um, being quite regimented in the, in the training that I have had for quite a while now, I think it would be best for me to do some movements that are that my body isn't used to um, just just implement a bit of that um, until I need to go back to more regimented training but like I said I still have no idea what um, my plans are post competition but yoga is definitely something I want to incorporate more of and so my advice to anyone if you have any sort of health and fitness goal whether you're competing or not stretch just take the five minutes please to stretch before you train um, and I even like after as well it's really good to do it once you're warm um, you'll be able to stretch a lot a lot further you'll notice because your body is warm so take the time to stretch and go see an osteo go see a physio honestly like you think that it's a lot of money uh, first up but then what's it going to take for you to finally get there like an injury that can completely debilitates you preventative action is key on the topic of rest and recovery taking regular baths like I didn't realize what I guess like the power of what a salt bath can do to you honestly like the salts in the bath soothe your muscles and same with magnesium as well I was taking magnesium every single night um, in the powder form I hated the taste of it I was using the Bioceuticals one um, in like lemon flavor. It just tasted so artificial, but you know, it's probably one of the better tasting ones to be honest, but I just like didn't like having that like so late at night. But when I got into the habit of doing it, it I just didn't even think about it. But that, like having a salt bath and then having my magnesium at night just made me feel like so accomplished and like I had done so much for my body. Um, the salt baths were so good for just reducing inflammation. Like I honestly just felt like tighter in the body because of like the salt in the bath. Um, and it was just really relaxing. Um, and I made it a habit of not bringing my phone in, 
to be honest, I can't really last that long in a salt bath. It gets too hot and flat and I get too flustered, but like I would probably be in there for about 15 to 20 minutes and just sitting in the bath and just focusing on my breathing and kind of using it as like a meditation uh, period of time. Um, and I would, I would aim to have at least like one or two a week. And I really looked forward to it. Like I would do it on my um, Wednesday and then I would have a rest day after. And then I would usually do it like somewhere towards the end of the week. And I looked forward to it so much. I would even, I'd make a, like a big thing of it and like light a candle. Um, and I would like, even sometimes bring, I had like some strawberries for my dessert sometimes and I'd bring it in there and I'd just make it like a really enjoyable, um, an enjoyable experience and like just a way to kind of thank myself and thank my body and reflect on the day. So having regular salt baths um, was really um, beneficial and I think you shouldn't have to be bikini competitor to do something like that. Um, well, that's probably all the, that, that I can think of at the, on the top of my head right now. Um, those are the things that I'm going to carry on doing post-competition and I hope that they helped you or just reminded you of some of the things that are actually really beneficial for your body. I know like we all know of these things, but we don't do it until kind of someone says, hey, I've got these results from this or this has worked really well for me and you kind of see someone else's experience with it. So this is me telling you that implementing this in your life will change your life. You will feel energized, you will feel healthy, you will hold yourself accountable. I think the biggest thing with this comp prep is having a coach and being accountable on a weekly basis as well, checking in with them, um, telling them what improvements you're going to make the next week, what went well, what didn't go so well, how you're feeling, um, having someone from the outside perspective observe you and let you know, hey, I think you should pull back or you should, um, you know, we're going to up the cardio this week because we're getting close to comp or we need to tighten up a little bit. Um, having someone there, not, not even just for like a comp prep, but having someone there on a weekly basis to check in with you is, is so beneficial. And I, I see that with my clients as well. It's the, the, the clients that keep the highest amount of communication with me are the ones that see the results and who are religious with taking their check-in photos every week because they are ready to face the music and be self-aware of where they're at, like where's their head at, is this working, is this not working, what do we need to change? Being healthy is not an end result, being healthy is a journey and I time and time again try different things and surprise, I'm surprised by how my body responds because maybe previously I had tried something and there were different factors at play, I was a different age, I had a different environment and so I guess like one thing to remember is that um, there's so many different factors that come into play when it comes to health and I think the more you can prioritize your health and just do the little things that are within your control you're doing a good job and if you can get the support whether that be a friend or a coach then that can rapidly increase your results and really help you on the, this journey to finding your ultimate healthy lifestyle for you that suits your lifestyle and suits your personality and your needs and so anyway I'm rambling now I'm going to continue to pack my bag I'm really just waiting around now to get my makeup done but I really just wanted to get this off my chest because I feel like it would help a lot of people 
um, hearing from someone who is has, is sort of at the tail end of a, a very extreme bodybuilding competition preparation, whatever you want to call it, um, these are things that I can step back and say I can pull these out of this journey and apply this to my life and this is what will make me happy going forward because we all hear about post-comp blues, what do you do once you know you don't have this big overarching goal anymore to work towards. My advice is to just focus on each day, focus on the little things that you can control. Get obsessed with you know doing the small things exceptionally well. That's what accumulates to results, that's what accumulates to success. Anyway, I will leave it at that. I hope you guys have an amazing day. I'm not sure when this will be up. I will try edit it within the next couple of days. But once it's up, um, I will be out of comp prep. Um, please feel free to drop me a DM. Please feel free to screenshot and share this with your friends. Leave a review on the podcast if you feel so inclined. That really helps me out to reach more people and touch more people and provide people with more value as much as possible. And to be honest, this podcast, I wanted it to be informative just as much as I wanted it to be an account of my experience because I feel like most people learn from stories, right? Learn from the stories of people who have actually been through it or who are going through it. And this is a raw example of that, literally on my show day, just about to jump on stage. So I will leave it at that. Have an amazing day and I will see you guys in the next one. Yeah.